Logos, the constant written word of God. Through the written word, we can learn about God and know his ways, his salvation, and his plan for mankind. Welcome to the Logos podcast, heart of God, mind of Christ. We combine a thorough study of history with godly revelation to help believers grow in their walk with the Lord, as well as offer compelling material that can't be ignored. I now give you the host of Logos, the Hellenic historian, the Spartan, Andy. Radio World, what's up? This is the Hellenic historian with a new episode of Logos, Heart of God, Mind of Christ. Today, I have a very special guest, the one and only Michelle. Hello. We are on our way to a very amazing uh, speaking event slash conference. We are in the car. Do not mind the background noise because I like this kind of stuff. I like live settings. It's just a shame that we don't have some really good rain right about now. But we are driving. We are on our way. So how do you feel about tonight's event? Well, we're going to see a guy who was the first kind of self-help guru that you introduced me to. Okay. He, he combines our love of metal music with kind of our philosophy of taking care of yourself and building yourself up. And he also throws in a little Christianity from time to time. He is a Christian as well. Indeed it does. Which is why we're recording this on Logos, not History by Fire. But then again, I guess and go on both, if you think about it. But uh, yeah, he's rough around the edges. He's aggressive, but that's part of what he's trying to accomplish because his tagline is what? Living life aggressively. His uh, philosophy is fantastic. It has a very, very warrior mentality to it and kind of philosophy, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would. Definitely um, aggressive and in your face, but not in the not in the kind of like push you off kind of way. It's about an, like, it's like an intense passion, right? I'm trying to think of a nice word to, to use for Intense it. passion. Let's go with intense passion. He has a very, very, I take my sword out and, and get to work kind of mentality, okay? And his sword is a pen and paper. He's really big on that. I'm sure you know. He's really big on the whole write everything down, take your uh, a pen and paper, and, and carve out your destiny. He's really big on preparation meets opportunity. And the only way you can prepare is by taking out a pencil and a pen, or a pen and a notebook and just writing things out. I actually established a couple of notebooks because of that. I have these really cool black and red notebooks, which they are kind of like... Notebooks. Oh, you do have them? No, you showed me. Oh, I showed them to you. Notebooks. Okay, yeah. yeah, I showed them to you. But I, I mean, I do miss the fact that they used to be uh, hardcovered and almost like I had like a binder of like a book. But they don't make them like that anymore. But yeah, no, they're great. It's like a long, I wouldn't say it's eight and a half by 11. I'd say it's probably like what, by like nine by 12, right? Yeah. 12 inches long, nine inches wide. And it's big enough to go ahead and it's almost like a ledger book, I guess. But it's great because you can write things down. And I've been writing every single day. And I also have a separate one for the radio show to do's. And it's just very, very effective. You know, it's a combination between writing down and also this, this audio recorder. What's some other th stuff that you like about him that he, that he mentions? Um, I just love his whole carpe diem philosophy. And, and for those who don't know, carpe diem means what? Seize the day. He's very big on make the most of every opportunity that comes along. If you find yourself in a hole, don't stay there too long. Dig yourself out. That you can't help anybody else unless you build yourself up first. Amen. That's true, yeah, because we cannot really build yourself up if, if you don't have a strong foundation. And that foundation has to be yourself strong. 
What else? <laughs> You're putting me on the spot here. I'm ladies and gentlemen, don't mind her. This is her first show. She has a very natural talent. She has some phenomenal writings. She's a phenomenal poet, which I've been trying to tell her to put that stuff on the air, which you may or may not here in the future. But if you do, right now, yeah. oh, absolutely, eventually. Okay, so right now, history's being made. So don't mind her. This is her, so we just got to go ahead and coach her. And Michelle, uh, my uh, dear friend Michelle, just be yourself. I'm Let it flow. Going down the turnpike. Okay. Well, no, that's good. That's good. I mean, that you know, your reaction, 80 down the turnpike. We're well, not going 80. It's I like, was. I'm slowing oh, down to 75. Oh, 75. Yeah. Wow, you're a rebel. It could be worse. You could be going way faster than that. So just be yourself, Michelle. Come on, audience, say it to her. Be, be yourself. yourself. Be here to have fun. Show me some passion. Show me some rigor. Show me some... Ah! Come on. What else? Show me what you got. She's giving me the finger, guys, which is very unchristian-like, just so you know. But you can't see that. You rat. Rat. He's also very big on supporting his friends. Thank you very much. Oh, okay, okay. What do you mean by that? Well, like, his friend has a concert coming up in November one and only time in New Jersey, so he's already started posting it every couple of days. The lead singer from uh, Ross the Boss? Yes. Oh, okay. Who we are also seeing tonight. Who we are also seeing tonight. Oh yeah, we're going to a heavy metal um, concert after we're Christian World, but don't worry, it's not a satanic metal band because we don't listen to that kind of stuff because that stuff is behind us. But if you like warriors and swords and dragons and sandals, which is also very metal motivation, then I highly recommend you check out Ross the Boss, which for those who already know and for those who don't know, I used to be, and I still am, a big time metalhead. I could be the heavy metal historian of New Jersey. I just know bands, I know scenes, I know connections. It's like six degrees of Kevin Bacon, but with heavy metal. And so we're going to hear a lot of awesome Manowar covers from the original guitars of Manowar tonight. Are you familiar with Manowar? Have you ever heard Manowar? Yes, I have. Actually, I just quoted one of their songs to you the other night, didn't I? This is true, but it's, we live in a world which is YouTube uh, infested, so you could have just got it off of YouTube. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt that you are a real, true metalhead, not one of these nonsense metalheads. Moving on. How do we know each other? How do we meet? Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Not to be confused with the drink Mai Tai, because we don't drink Mai Tais, but we practice Muay Thai a.k.a. Thai boxing. So you should tell us that story. How did you get involved with that? I was just looking for something new to try on my journey to health and fitness. So I, it was recommended to me by another trainer. I walked in one night, tried a class that you were teaching along with Crew Roger. Didn't like you very much at first. Yeah, you keep on saying that. I've noticed that. You say that a lot. You don't like me. You didn't like me at first, which I don't really don't understand really what your problem is because I'm just a very, very quiet guy. Uh, so I might have been quiet. I might have been in the zone. You know, last night, if you recall, I didn't say anything to anybody last night because, you know, I have to get more in the zone and more focused and more locked into my training. So that was my approach on day one. And it's been always my approach. I think it was more you're a big guy who is hitting and kicking me and I've never been in a fight in my life. This could be true, though, but it's not malicious, though. Let's not go ahead and mischaracterize my Muay Thai relationship. Absolutely not malicious, just very intimidating. Okay. Well, you know, I don't know how to not do that. I mean, I've got big muscles and I and I, I am tall and I'm broad-shouldered and I'm only going to get bigger when I hit the weight. So what do you want from me? Keep training me. That's what I want because you grew on me. Oh. Uh, well, listen. Hey, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Thank you. I really appreciate that. That was very nice of you to say that. Yeah, kind of like athlete's foot, but you grew on me. Yeah, same here, like fungus, you know, like a weed. But, you know, certain weeds, if they don't watch what they say, they get plucked. <laughs>
So, athlete's foot. All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. Fair enough. Yeah, you're like the older sister I never had, so it works. Uh, you're like the little brother I never wanted. Okay, all right. Very good. Very good. I guess it's kind of mutual, perhaps. So how long have you been training Muay Thai for? Seven months. Seven months? Yeah. You know, that's funny. It's almost as if God put us in each other's life without us even knowing about it because seven months is probably my golden age with my study of Christianity. Like really just dug into with the Bible and reading uh, Christian sources. And it's been, it started seven months ago. For those who already know, who heard my testimony, they know how it started for me. And it, it, my testimony started with my road with Christianity seven months ago. And then lo and behold, we meet each other. Yeah, absolutely. And we seem to have been on the same track kind of ever since. Yes, because from there it grew from this new girl that comes to Muay Thai. And I always had the mentality when we first met to always be there for you as a support system, as a mentor, as a friend. And we just kind of slowly, you know, just started developing a very good uh, relationship. Absolutely. It was in the beginning, I was very needy. I was very, very needy. Was? Was. Was? Yes, was. Are we going to go with the word was? I was the needy one in the beginning. You were the needy you one. Were, yes. Were? You were very much there for me. Past tense? We're going to use the word past tense? I, wait, let me finish. And I felt like I wasn't contributing very much. But now that friendship has grown and now I am able to support you in your endeavors. True. Just as you supported me. True. So now it is much more of a give and take when it started as you being my mentor. This is true. There's a word for that. You know what it's called? What? Synergy. Synergy. Synergy, where we feed off each other. Not to be confused yes. with symbiosis, like a symbiote, which at times you could be that way, but... No, synergy, like the <laughs> bird on the rhino's butt that eats the ticks off, yes. Or the shark, the little fish on the shark that eats all the algae off of it. Well, the rhino bird thing was just on bubble guppies. Oh, bubble guppies. Oh, my goodness, that brings back memories. Bubble guppies. My niece is going to be seven. She used to re watch that all the time. Yeah, my daughter's seven, my son's five. Okay, so you've been watching it for about seven years, yeah. give or take. Bubblegumpies, veggie tales, all those. So we, so things have pretty much grown in our friendship, in our mentor and mentee situation. So, for example, it's been about seven months. We started out with the Muay Thai, which I guess was your door to, like you said, to health and fitness. And then, what else happened from that? We started doing what? I guess, so CJ was probably the first one, although I think CJ... Also, the book, The Way of the Peaceful Warrior, which... It was the books first. It was the books first. The books and your, what I called motivational linking, when you would send me links. Oh, okay. Instead of being emotional... Wait, hold on. Instead of being a motivational thinker, I was a motivational linker. Okay, I like that. I like that. Yeah, that, that's how it started. It started with you sending me links and advice and just letting me vent on Messenger. Right. What I don't know is I take a very, very mind, body, and soul approach to my training. It's not just physical, and it's not just me fighting to learn how to fight. Obviously, learning how to fight to defend yourself, to protect yourself, is one of the pillars of martial arts, especially Muay Thai. But for me, it's not the be-all, end-all. Our teachers tell us that everybody has a reason for why we train, right? We have our reasons, we have our roads, we have our issues. Mine 
is to come, to bring up, be a balanced human being and to help others. So it started out with mind, body, and soul, more of your Eastern flair, not knowing any, any better, not becoming a disciple of Christ at the time. So it's more of like an Eastern martial arts feel, which kind of has that to an extent, but now it's been reverted to mind, body, and soul, but the mind and the soul has to be cultivated through Christ. And that is what the basis and the philosophy will be for my future school when I want to open it up. And you also have been witness to that. You've also been a part of that, which now we're also even making more history. Absolutely. Um, that's what I mean by we've kind of followed each other and changed together. Because we started with that, and then you recommended the books, which earned you your first nickname of, like, the seven I have for you. Okay, and what is the first nickname? Sock. Sock from what? Be more specific. What do you mean by sock? It sounds like a sock that I put on my feet. Socrates. And why do you call me sock? Because in the book... He was the mentor for the gentleman in the book who was not only learning martial arts, but was also finding himself, finding his inner strength, basically just taking himself from nothing to being the person he wanted to be. Yes, and, uh, and as far as philosophical thought, they, uh, Socrates is considered the greatest philosophical mind, or at least one of the greatest philosophical minds in uh, terms of uh, early Greek philosophy. Socrates was, was the main one, and then his teacher was Plato. Plato's student was Aristotle. And do you know who Aristotle's student was? Take a wild guess. You're going to put me on the spot here? Well, no, no, we're just having fun with an interview. I'm just curious. Who, who do you, uh, you know, so tell, me, so tell me the lineage. Ready? I'll say it again. Ready? Socrates... Plato, Aristotle, and I'll give you a hint. He is not a philosopher, but he's famous. And when I tell you his name, if you don't know it, you're going to be like, oh, that's pretty famous. Just tell me. Alexander the Great. Alexander the Great's father, Philip of Macedon, went ahead, I guess, quote-unquote, hired Aristotle to be his teacher. And what do we know about Alexander the Great? He is probably considered the greatest military genius in all of uh, Western history. Probably all of history. But anyway, this is not history by fire, guys. But you know what? Why not? It all connects. So this is a little bit of a history lesson. And then so, okay, from there, where do we go from there? Tell me. Uh, the links to the books to CJ. Right. And that was, well, was Easter. Easter that we were doing the downloads. Because that was the day I got in trouble for trying to get you to help me do the downloads. Got in trouble for having my phone out during family Easter. Trouble? What happened? Uh, I don't even remember that. My mommy took my phone away. Really? <laughs> wow. The motivational linker must have been, you know... You were being my technical support and trying to get the downloads to work for me. Right. Right. Um, yeah, okay, so we, had those, so we had those downloads, which is, uh, what, what does uh, CJ call them? The, I don't know, living, uh, oh, Life Domination Series. Domination. Life Domination. You guys definitely have to check that out. Go to MetalMotivation.com and check out Life Domination Series. They are fantastic. I don't know. I like them better than the videos. They're all good, but those are like the core. Those are the principles. Oh, yeah. It's a good foundation. I think the rest of his videos kind of just build off of that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. My history with mental motivation is I got, I got into them in 2013. I was a bouncer at a local bowling alley in New Jersey. And I just started listening to him while I was waiting at the door. It was great. And I love the whole heavy metal approach. And, you know, he's an old school metalhead, which is real metal, which is true heavy metal. And it's a funny story. Did you know in 2013, that was when Brian became crew? Oh, that what? summer. That summer. So actually, you know what? It could, be, it could be like nothing in terms of, you know, a connection. But actually kind of funny how it all kind of unfolds if you really think about it. Yeah, that is kind of funny that 
I don't know. That's, now you have Brian, the link with Brian and CJ. That's your timeline. You seem to have a link. And then seven months ago, our timeline. You have nice little links there. Yes, People yes. Come into your life at the right time. Really? There's an old saying, when the student is ready, the master appears. That could be it. Glad I could be a service. I wasn't talking about you. Wasn't talking about you. So this is a Christian podcast. How did we get turned on to Christianity? Because you are now my sister in Christ, are you not? Absolutely, I am. Beautiful. Tell me how that happened. Because if I was a motivational linker, I don't know. I guess I just started sending you these fantastic links. Who knows? Well, I was raised Christian, baptized Methodist as a teenager. And then, like a lot of people do, fell away from it after I went away to college. Got this is her own mini-testimony, guys. I'm sure I'll, I'll tell you what. This is going to be her mini-testimony. I will have her record her own testimony to go ahead and give you a bigger picture so you guys can enjoy it. But for now, just give me snippets. I'm sorry. Continue. So basically, fell away when I went to college. Got a biology degree. I'm very science-driven. Science-driven? That's going to be the key, is the science-driven. Okay, wait a minute. Wait. What do you mean by that's going to be the key, the science? Is the science in... Um, well, when you start really getting a strong science education, you don't deal with a lot of Christians in the heavy science community. No, you don't. There seems to be a very unnecessary battle between science and Christianity. Would you say so? I would. And so I just kind of fell away. I, I didn't completely not believe, but didn't believe everything I had been told and had a lot of unanswered questions. Mm -hmm. Enter my motivational linker who stumbles upon apologetics. That's Christian apologetics. For those who don't know, I highly re recommend you check out my episode, Introduction to Christian Apologetics, which is very, very, I think it's a fantastic episode. You know, I heard it the other day and I thought it was really good, my Christian apologetics episode. And I don't normally listen to my stuff. Maybe once, or maybe when I'm editing the show, but I don't really listen to it that much. I guess I keep on, people keep on telling me I have a really good voice, and maybe I do. But I don't know, I just, I feel kind of weird about listening to my own stuff. But at the same time, I do. No, that was a really good episode. Oh, you did hear it? Uh, I've told you multiple times, and then I told you yesterday I had a co-worker listen to it, because she was asking me about don't it. Don't be alarmed, everybody. That was a plane. That was a plane. We're, um, we're in North... We're in, New we're in North Jersey right now. We're past New York Plain, so it doesn't sound like, you know, things are getting blown up. It sounds like a plane, so we're good. Um, but we are the righteousness of God, so we are protected by God. So things shouldn't happen, but there's a plane. Don't be alarmed. Moving on. So anyway, you start sending me stuff on apologetics, and it kind of clicked because there are a lot of... Well, I started reading C.S. Lewis, J. Warner Wallace, those kind of people who had the same thoughts that, and questions that I was having. And when they went to build their attack against Christianity, ended up proving Christianity to themselves. Mm -hmm. So following in their footsteps and reading their material, it was just perfect for me because I was just following what they were going through. And I could just relate. Okay, so in a way, so for those who don't know, uh, Christian apologetics is defined as giving a defense of Christianity. Okay, so let's say, for example, you're a Christian, you believe what you believe. Now, granted, as you learn the knowledge, you, you learn I, what I call divine knowledge. So you become equipped with what the faith is, what it means. But it's not enough, I think, in this day and age to just tell people what you believe. Because if you just say, oh, you know, it's what I believe, that's that. Okay, that's fine. You can say that. 
but then again, it gives people the opportunity to pick apart your reasons as to why you're a believer of Christ. To them, to the atheists, to the people who don't know, who don't agree, to the rational, to the philosophers, they don't realize that you need to have re reason and logic to understand Christianity. So, and there is a battle, ladies and gentlemen. You know, Michelle mentioned that there is a battle between science versus faith, but it's also faith versus secularism, which is the belief of not a God or belief in Christ. But anyway, the point is that maybe it's not enough just to go ahead and say anymore that, oh, this is what I believe. But that doesn't mean you have to go ahead and play the role of the defender either. I mean, it's people like me. Like, I'm like mental motivation meets Christian apologetics. I'm the fighter. I am, I am the lion. I'm the one that wants to fight. I'm the one that goes ahead and calls out the atheist and be like, oh yeah, buddy? Oh yeah, buddy? Is that what you think, buddy? But then there's people like me where that is so not me. But I'm the one... I'm sending you links all the time. I'm like, hey, check this out. Hey, look at this. Hey, look at that. Hey, look at that. Or like, have you bounced stuff off of me? You know, it's... So they're supporters and there's the in-your-face kind of guys. We can't all be in-your-face kind of guys. No, no, no. I, I think, you know, it really just comes up... You know, I think you and I were joking the other day where I said to you, I'm like, man, I love a good debate. And you were sarcastic and you said, really, Andy? Really? You don't love a good debate? Surprise, surprise. Shocker. And I think that's really what it comes down to. And that's my point, ladies and gentlemen. You don't have to be a Christian apologetic or pro-Christian apologist. That just summarized our whole friendship. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, for the most part. But anyway, you don't have to be an apologetic, guys, if you don't want to. You don't have to. You don't have to sit there and defend the faith. It's not mandatory. But that's a good thing to know. You know what I mean? Anyway, bottom line is, it's not necessary. But if you want to use reason and logic and even science and rationale to describe Christianity and why it's true, then you can definitely do that with Christian apologetics. It's what got me because I am also, you know, people, everybody knows me as a historian, and it started out with, uh, you know, researching the history of Christ, and then realizing that a lot of the stuff in the gospel ended up being true. We can prove it, ladies and gentlemen. And so that's how that started. Christianity and our faith in our God is not intellectually devoid, and it does have reason, and it does have logic. And for those who don't think that, they, you really need to do your homework, because if you don't do your homework, you're going to run to somebody like me that's totally going to sandblast you. But, moving on. So, we are just about at our exit. We did a pretty good episode here today, I would say. So, here's the deal. This is part one, okay? We're probably going to go ahead and do another episode later on tonight after this amazing talk. And we're just going to go ahead and report on the talk later on as it unfolds. Michelle, do you have anything to say to the people before we call it a day for now? <laughs> no, just stuck in traffic. Right, we're, just, we're, we're stuck in traffic. Okay, cool. How do you feel about your being on your first podcast on Logos? Uh, very self-conscious. I hate my voice recorded. I think you did pretty good. You have to be somewhat pleased because you really do enjoy the show. I absolutely love the show. I've told you that before. Absolutely love the show. I love everything on the network. Um, I've listened to a number of them. Um, uh, and I just enjoy them all. Yeah, speaking of the network, let's talk about the network. Okay, I am part of a great Christian network. Okay? You can find it at historywithgod.org. And just click on podcast, and you can get a new podcast every day of the week, depending on your interests. So if you want to hear about apologetics, and you want to hear about history, you click on Logos. If you want to uh, hear about a, a formal paranormal investigator turned to Christ and how his new faith is unfolding, which is a great show, like by it. the way, like Shane Pittman in Secret Refuge. Okay? And if you want to hear um, a, a child show, you hear Bella and me about a guy and his dog. Oh, they did? I haven't, heard it. I haven't heard it yet, but I'm going to check oh, it out. It's hysterical. And our flagship show is Who's Your Daddy Podcast with, you know, Frank Sasso's a nut. 
great personality. You have to check him out. So definitely go to www.historywithgod.org, click on podcasts, and check him out. And you can catch me on my show there on t- every Tuesday is a new episode. Any last words, Matey? No, just I want to get here. I'm anxious to get here and just get going on this. Okay, we're close. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Logos. We had a great time on our road to North Jersey to check out CJ and the Metal Motivator. Check them out at metalmotivation.com, and we'll catch you soon. Spartan out. You've been listening to the Logos Podcast with Andy Anastasopoulos. Visit us online at logospodcast.com and leave a message for Andy to be included in upcoming episodes. The Logos Podcast is part of the Who's Your Daddy Podcast Network and is produced by History with God Ministries at historywithgod.org.